Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, super intelligent, <laughs> beautiful, Thanksgiving-loving wife and co-host, <laughs> Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, November 22nd, 2020. Yes, it is Thanksgiving week. We hope you all have a wonderful you know, Thanksgiving Day plan, safe with your family, healthy with your family, hopefully, but hopefully it's full of joy and good food for sure. Exactly. And we understand it's been a tough year, uh, so it might be a little bit harder to find that silver lining, but I think we all can find something to be thankful yeah, for. Yeah, and I think that's a little bit of something that we'll be talking about in just a little bit today. As for today's show, we appreciate that you found us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You can sign up for our newsletter. Yes, please sign up for our newsletter. It's just another way to kind of just be in the Hyperion Adventures podcast, know, to be in our world, to know what we've got going on, whether it be here on the show, whether it be the Disney Dishes blog, um, all sorts of fun stuff comes out in the newsletter. Right. We just never share that that uh, email address with anybody. It's simply, as Tom said, for us to share some things with you. Exactly. And a lot of uh, input came from today's show uh, from people who subscribe to the newsletter. So um, we appreciate that. And we'll get to a little more of that a little later. You can also follow us on social media. We have a great time on social media. Uh, if you want to check us out there, we're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do also have a YouTube channel. Mostly we're just putting out uh, these episodes in a video form. So you can, if you prefer to watch us talk rather than to just listen to us talk. But we also add in like some pictures pictures and some interesting things to go along with the, the podcast itself. So maybe you want to listen to us and watch us, you know, I mean, wow. can't get enough of us, right? <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> We're like this is plenty. We don't need any more of you. Thank you very much. But if you do want to check us out on YouTube, you just need to do a search there for Hyperion Adventures podcast. We'll come up. And if you just hit subscribe, uh, then whenever we have a new video, you will be the first to know. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, whether it be to suggest a topic, you know, ask a question, just say hi, whatever it is, you can always hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com. That's right. And if you have any questions about anything we've presented also, uh, please, you know, send us a little note so we can get that clarified. Sure. Absolutely. We love hearing from you for no matter what reason it might be. We just love hearing from you. Now, we are closing out our final category for our uh, Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame today. So now after today, everything is going to the final ballot, which will take place here in just a couple of weeks. We're going to give you a little couple week breather time, get you through the Thanksgiving holiday and everything uh, before we put that out. And we're still putting together our little prize package right. that we'll have for one person who votes on our final ballot. But our final category uh, that goes on there is, it's another classic category that we had last year. It's best uh, live action character from a Disney umbrella film or show or whatever it may be. Uh, and uh, we had three characters go in last year. Those were Indiana Jones. Yes, Indiana Jones <laughs> is Disney now. Right. Uh, Indiana Jones went in. Mary Poppins went in. Of course. Deservedly so. And also deservedly so, Captain Jack Sparrow from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. So Yeah, that was. Uh, I was glad to have those already in there. So right. save some votes. Does make it a little easier for us this year. So uh, we are going to give you the entries into our final ballot. But before that, as we do all the time with this, uh, we're going to give you our list of five-ish uh, to show you what <laughs> who we nominated to go into the hall as well. All right. Then why don't we start with Michelle? <laughs> I didn't know if that was already my cue. Sorry. No, it's my fault. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're used to this. Michelle's list is always the best list. No, so we no. always start with her, but it was just an assumed thing. I wasn't trying to get that that free compliment there. I just I wanted to make sure you were ready for me. It's not free. It's perfect. It's great because you do have the best list every single time. And we'll get to another one of those in a little bit here. But hmm. let's get to Michelle's list of uh, best live action characters. All right. I think some of mine probably are on yours. Okay. But I would think some are not on yours. Oh, very <laughs> so, interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, so, and not in any order, uh, Obi-Wan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Panther. Uh-huh. Well, sure. Yeah. Definitely. And of course, we want Bert there with Mary Poppins. Right. And I think he's, that character was amazing. It's one of those, I think, sometimes um, underrated. Right. And done so well by Dick Van Dyke. Right. Outside of the the accent. (laughs) But as far (laughs) as the actual character and the singing and the dancing and everything, it just, he's just fun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jen Urso. Okay, from uh, Rogue, Rogue One, One. A Star Wars Story, yeah. Right. Uh, and I, I did have a, a, I did go to six, so I have a five and a six. Again, <laughs> these aren't in order. Um, but this one kind of wanted to go with the classic, Davy Crockett. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. You know? Definitely. And, so. and this is a way out there, Ooh. but when I, <laughs> going through the list of the, the films, um, is from Crimson Tide. Uh, <laughs> Ramsey, who was played by Gene Hackman. Wow. Crimson Tide is Disney now. I didn't really even put the two together. It was Hollywood Studios. Oh, really? Yeah. So it came out under the Disney umbrella. You mean it was Touchstone? You mean? No, Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios? According to D23. Hey, uh, they would know. Uh, They are the ultimate uh, Disney fan club, so they would know. So, okay. I can re-fact check after this episode, and you can always cut. (laughs) <laughs> if it's in there, I, that's that's enough. D twenty three would have it right. Right. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a Touchstone film as well, um, but I did look to make sure, and it did say Hollywood Studios, and it was R. Cool. I don't think Touchstone did. I, I don't quote me on this. I I didn't really pay attention, but I think Touchstone typically tried to do the PG versions of gotcha. films, and Hollywood Studios could do the. Ours. The R's. Yeah, it's not a pirate movie, <laughs> although it is a seafaring movie. That's for sure, true. So. So. Okay, what about list. yours? <laughs> so my list, um, I'm in the, and I do definitely have more than five. So, <laughs> by far. Way more than oh, five. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so I have uh, Jin Urso as well from Yay. Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Yeah. Uh, Giselle from uh, Enchanted. Thought I about that one. List, yeah. Uh, Bert from Mary Poppins did make Yay. my list too. Uh-huh. Uh, to A, <laughs> well, if it isn't Aaron Burr, <laughs> I kind of figured you'd probably do some Hamilton. To B, <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> uh, one A, uh, I have Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, Obi-Wan, and Darth Vader. <laughs> See, maybe you should have done with Star Wars like what you did with the... The Disney characters of, you know, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto. <laughs> there we go. Very similar to that. Uh, and finally, this is one that I didn't really think, and the, the, I was just going to go with that one being all those names from Star Wars. Right. Um, but uh, one of our, our one of our friends uh, who uh, sent us their list and added this one in, I'm like, wow, that's brilliant. I didn't even think about this person, that Sarah Grace Kaiser, who has uh, sent us some mm-hmm. in, stuff right. in recently. Uh, she put this as part of her nominations, Walt Disney. I actually thought about Walt Disney as well. Um, I guess considering I, I interpret it as a character, so I, that's the only reason why. But you know. She and I are right on the same page there. Well, Walt Disney from Saving Mr. Banks. So not only is he uh, a real person, he I is see. also a character. Okay. So he is my yes. 1B as oh, well. Very I was good. Really saw that. I'm like, Wish we ha- I thought I, of it that way. I have to have Walt Disney on my right. list as well. So uh, here, I almost want to just put him in. You know, <laughs> I know. Just, and just, just say, you know, he's going in. Uh, but we'll see what the vote is for this. So here are the names that will be on our final ballot when it comes out here in just a couple weeks. Okay. So, uh, and these are basically in alphabetical order. Uh, Bert from Mary Poppins Yay. did make it in uh chewbacca from the star wars franchise is on the list darth vader also from the star wars franchise will be on the final ballot din djarin from (laughs) the mandalorian (laughs) he is the mandalorian he is on the ballot uh giselle from enchanted made it jin urso from rogue one a star wars story um I missed a Han Solo. Han Solo will make mm-hmm. it on there. If Han Solo makes it in, uh, then Harrison Ford, if he gets voted in the Hall of Fame, will be, I think, the first actor that makes it in, in two as two <laughs> different characters because Indiana Jones has already made it. Right. Uh, King T'Challa, Black Panther, nice. did make it, yes. Uh, Princess Senator General Leia Organa Yay. is on the ballot. Uh-huh. Luke Skywalker, yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh huh. This one's a little bit, I'm not sure positive about this one, whether they should make it in, but I kind of figured this person was in some movies that were 
co-released by Disney, but also a couple that were actually released by Disney. And that is Peter Parker slash Mm. Spider-Man. He's actually technically owned by Sony, but Disney is kind of working with them to release him. And he was in the Avengers movies and um, Captain America Civil War as well. So I figured that'd be okay that he can make this final ballot and everybody can judge from there. Uh, Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, made it in. Thor is going to be on the final ballot. Tony Stark slash Iron Man is there. And Walt Disney is on the <laughs> final ballot. So Yay. that was our list. And our final ballot will come out here in just a couple of weeks, as I said, and with a glorious prize package yeah. <laughs> uh, that we'll have to give away to one person who votes in that uh, final ballot. Right. And thank you, everybody, who's already been participating. We truly appreciate it. Very much so. We are, and This show would be nothing without uh, the listener participation. Exactly. Uh, we really appreciate it so much. As for today's show, we have lots of stuff for you this week, including some great news for those of you who have an upcoming trip to Walt Disney World mm-hmm. on the docket. Uh, there's a pair of Disneyland Resort icons that have a bright, shiny new look. We'll talk a little bit about that. And we'll also share how you can get a side of Disney with your next fast food order. (laughs) I was wondering if that would make it in. (laughs) Yay! Yay! (laughs) Well, let's get to our main topic of the week. Yes, with it being Thanksgiving week, uh, we decided that, you know, hey, even though it's been a difficult year, I mean, obviously 2020 is unprecedented as being a very strange year for us all. But we still feel that there are lots of stuff, and especially Disney things, uh, that we can be very thankful for. And I thought we'd kind of go through that and share it. It's not our Christmas list? (laughs) (laughs) That's next week. (laughs) our Christmas <laughs> episode. Dear no. Santa, yeah, right. I want. <laughs> Sorry, that's okay. No, I, we'll see what Michelle's list is if she thought uh, it was the Christmas I, list. I did. I did the right yeah, list. <laughs> I, I figured. I knew you were messing around there. So, anyway, uh, so we are going to do a list here of our. We're going to approach this as a five favorite. There are so many things to be thankful for. We figured we have to limit it in some way, even though we tend to not limit it to five whenever we do this list. Right. We are going to do a five favorite uh, things, Disney things that we're most thankful for list. And whenever we do these lists, we always start with Michelle one because she's wonderful, <laughs> fantastic. So I'm so thankful for her, Aww. but she also has the very best list. So let's get right to it. Here is Michelle's number five Disney things she's most thankful for. All right. And I, I think this list will be one of our lists that has the most common things in it. So it'll probably just probably be true. like maybe where it's ranked and everything. Um, but this one, I kind of, it, I put it as a very all-inclusive kind of topic is uh, the Disney company offering streaming and online services mm-hmm. this year like never before, you know, Uh for example, the release of Onward to mm-hmm. Disney Plus when it was still just very new. Just a couple weeks right. out at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the sing-alongs that they've had on right. network TV and, and then over to Disney Plus. Uh, the magic moments on the Disney Park blogs with crafts mm-hmm. and, you know, seasonal dishes and fun. Dapper Dan singing yeah. and uh, artists teaching us how to draw things, you know, and, and, and so much more. I just thought... I'm really thankful that Disney did those things to help entertain us during a very difficult time. Yeah, and um, I guess I'll just say that I don't know if this is different, but I just had Disney Plus as my number three, mm-hmm. you know, and with the same thing, with the same thought in mind, you've added other avenues right. uh, for streaming on there. I just went straight to Disney Plus, but I mean, there are just so many amazing shows right. in there, you know, I mean, the Imagineering story, Into the Unknown, The Making of Frozen right. 2, uh, Howard, the movie Howard, yes. you, know, you, know, the, you know, the life of Howard Ash. Ashman, you know, the great composer, uh, lyricist mm-hmm. and composer for uh, so many great Disney films. Um, the Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, right. which we've really enjoyed so much. But, I mean, just the ability to virtually call up, you know, 
almost anything you could think of Disney-wise. I mean, not everything is out there, but there's so many things between movies and right. shows and everything that you're like, you know what I feel like watching to make me feel good today on, you know, when things have been their darkest right. is this. And you can do a search for it. And a lot of it is there. Right, exactly. Day. So, you know, what would we have done without Disney Plus? And yes, the rest of these streaming. Right, and well. online things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was my number three. What about um, your number five? My number five uh, is, I think, probably going to be on your list. I would think. It is The Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, yes. My number four. So. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> so um, I'll just start off with mine. It's, uh, you know, this uh, amazing outer space Western has just absolutely captured our hearts. Right. I'm sure. I know many of you have out there as well. Um, there's just so many great characters, including like we just discussed, uh, Din Djarin, right. the, uh, Mando himself, um, the child, uh, baby Yoda, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, is there anything cuter out there right. across your screens, but he's just such a cool character at the same time. Uh, they're telling amazing stories, you know, in a period of star Wars history that really hasn't been, you know, looked at closely in canon anyway. Right. You know, there were some legend stories from around that time, but not so much in canon currently. And we just, I just find them captivating. And, um, you know, what's, I, I also love about it is that pretty much, and this is so rare nowadays, and, and there have been some controversies, especially recently, but they've been small. Um, but pretty much this across Star Wars fandom is beloved right. and has brought in many fans that weren't Star Wars, Correct. you know, yes. fans prior to this that enjoy this show. And that's just such a rare thing uh, for something that's kind of, well, you would consider kind of a niche to right. going into it. So that's why it's my number five. You have it as your number four. I have it as my number four. Yes. And, and for all the things that you've mentioned, uh, but kind of tagging onto the last thing you were you were talking about how it it captures the interest of people not just star wars fans you know it, you know it, again it's one of those it's telling great stories it's it's totally got that uh western feel and um you know so people who might not have been aware of star wars or you know been a fan or watching uh different star wars movies or shows etc can still find this very entertaining without knowing who people are because there's a lot of new characters that we've been introduced right you know but for those fans you get all those nice little easter eggs that are thrown in as well that makes it you know like yay yeah <laughs> uh it's yeah and it's it's having people delve into um all sorts of different things throughout the Star Wars universe that maybe if you just watched the movies before or you weren't a huge Star Wars fan, now they're delving into a lot of the animated series, right. some of the books, a lot of, you know, some of the comics, because there's stuff sprinkled throughout it. It's, exactly. it's the best thing on TV right now, in my opinion, personally. We look right. for we were like, I can't wait for you to come home every Friday night. I so it's like, <laughs> I want to put it on immediately as soon as you come home, uh, because it's just it's so exciting. And it's been so good this season. And speaking of this season, now we need to talk about something that happened on this latest episode. Now, um, this isn't going to be a true spoiler. It has nothing to do with the plot line, per se, mm -hmm. or the story itself. Um, it does have to do with a certain... Um, place certain thing that happens within it but um, if you want to stay completely spoiler free if you haven't watched this week's episode chapter 12 yet um, you might want to skip ahead by three or four minutes but there um, but uh, again this doesn't give it, away yeah, anything within the story yeah, it's not issue but if you go back to our episode that we had with pat and charles from the conversations mm -hmm. podcast uh several weeks back uh when we were doing our uh virtual star wars celebration celebration you know <laughs> going around that uh what we did was put out some pitches to disney plus for star wars right. series okay now one of those pitches you know, it was said mostly in jest. It was actually Pat's pitch for Rob, who unfortunately, Rob from the J Temple Archives right. podcast, who couldn't join us for that episode. But there was a little aspect of this week's episode of The Mandalorian that I'm wondering if they were listening right? to our show. <laughs> now, here is that piece. So just so you know what we're talking about. In Rob's absence, I very generously offered to... Um to come up with a pitch for him. Oh, All good. Right. And, um, <laughs> so Rob's idea, it follows U3PO, who teaches uh, Galactic Basic Second Language to residents of Gorse and Cinda. 
so GBSL is a uh, it's a language that's a tool to advance social standings of these core planet dwellers uh, when looking for employment opportunities in the ever-changing job market. Wow. 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 That's a good one. That is. Boy, Quite Rob should be proud. Yeah. <laughs> Rob should be proud. Or he's coming after us. Either way. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Wow. Um, Pat and Rob uh, <laughs> put out there the fact that there was a, a protocol droid similar to C-3PO right. teaching a class. It's a little different class that he's talking about there, but teaching a class. And yes, we saw that <laughs> this week. Uh, Lucasfilm, uh, Disney Plus, Favreau, Filoni. I think you may owe us a little something. <laughs> yeah. If nothing else, come on our show. <laughs> right. Right. I think, you know, we won't get the lawyers involved. Right. If you either just come on our show or join us with uh, Pat and Charles from Conversations, Rob from the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. Or if that's not enough, then we'll, you know, we'll just take walk-ons, uh, you know, <laughs> onto one of the episodes in season three of The Mandalorian. I think that right? would settle things just fine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I guess we need to really pay more attention to some other things that we pitched I, that might show up on Disney+. Plus. I've been wondering why they haven't been calling us back when we've had all these great pitches that were great <laughs> ideas for shows. Uh, but now we know you should go back and listen to that episode, by the way, because we had a lot of fun with it Pat and hilarious. Charles. And also, we have a show um, on their podcast coming out pretty soon. I don't know if it's going to be this week, but within the next few weeks, uh, we have uh, recorded an episode with them where we had a great time yes. talking about Star Wars and Disney parks and Disney and Star Wars and Disney in general. Right. I had a lot of laughs as we always do with them. And um, that's going to be a lot of fun when that episode drops. Exactly. So and we'll let you know whenever that comes out. So uh, that was my number five and Michelle's number, number four. four. So we're up to your number four. Now then, right? to my number four. I wonder if this will be on your list, but it's definitely on mine. My number four uh, Disney thing that I'm most thankful for is the music of Alan Menken. Oh, no. Ah, mm. See, now we explored it just a few <laughs> shows ago. Another show you should go back and listen to when we uh, checked out a lot of you know uh, uh, the music that right. we love about him and a lot about his life and times. Um, it's basically the soundtrack of our lives as Disney fans. Right, I mean, right, you, true. He, he has so much music. I mean, yes, Disney, but also in some other franchises as well. He's put out so much wonderful music and he continues to create more of it to this day. His songs make us smile, they make us dance, right. they make us laugh, they make us cry, they make us sing out loud <laughs> all the time. Uh, and so they inspire us every single day. And I, I just think that, you know, everything he's put out is, I'm, I feel like we're blessed to have Alan Menken in this world and to have his music in this world. Totally agree with that, you know. And like you're saying, all the, the things that it makes us do, you know, it shows that it really always touches our hearts. And maybe not every single song has the same emotional connection, but, the, you know, within the vast uh, library of songs that he has created, there's got to be something that touches your heart. Right. Oh, I mean, just think about most of the Disney movies that you love, uh, many of them. He's right. written at least a song, if not multiple songs. Right. Um, within. Yeah, he's just a fantastic, it seems like he's a fantastic, everybody says he's a fantastic person, in, mm -hmm. you know, to know as well, um, and very generous person, and he just puts out this, this beautiful, beautiful music that uh, we, we love so very much. Right. So, so that's, very good. That's why he's my number four. I've already given you my number three. Let's get to Michelle's number three favorite, uh, excuse me, Thing. Disney thing that she's most thankful for. So my number three, and I, I, I'd be shocked if this isn't on your list, but um, the release of Hamilton mm. this year, you I, know. I, it's not on my list because I wow. kind of put it within the uh, oeuvre of Disney Plus gotcha. that I put out there that was going. was my number three um, because it was just a huge part of that. Right. And because we had seen it before, uh, right. you know, um, we'd seen it uh, off Broadway on the touring companies a few times. So, right. um, but I love it. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, when, when it was first announced that they were going to release a film of the Broadway version with the Broadway stars, um, I think it was supposed to be in 2021. And I remember thinking, wow, that's so long to wait, right? you know, and it, it's just, it was so remarkable to have uh, the Disney company and Lin-Manuel Miranda come together and get that project put 
not only ahead by a year, but placed it there so so many people could experience it and um, having it on Disney Plus. And I thought, you know, especially during the harsh times that we've been going through, that was just a true blessing that we were able to uh, experience and enjoy. Um, completely agree with that. That was when we first found out about it, I was through the roof excited that yeah. it was coming out uh, almost a year and a half earlier than it was originally right. supposed to be released, going straight to Disney+. Plus. Uh, we've watched it. It still doesn't get old. We have watched it <laughs> numerous times. Yes. It's a family favorite. Our son, Scott, and loves yeah. it as well. Um, it's just so good. And um, yeah, I'm very thankful for it as well. Right. And it's great that it opened that that um type of cultural phenomenon uh, mm -hmm. for so many people who mm -hmm. wouldn't have had a chance to be able to actually experience it a a as a play. Agreed completely. Uh, so good. Great choice. Well, thank you. Number, number three. three. Okay. I've already given you my number three, All which right. was Disney plus in general. Uh, so let's go back to Michelle for her number two yeah. uh, Disney thing that she's uh, thank most thankful for. All right. So my number two is that the Disney parks reopened mm. this year. So, um, you know, it was really great to see how the company pulled together and made something that phenomenal happen, you know, up against so many barriers, you know, and, um, helping kind of return, maybe not completely to a sense of normalcy, but to, to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that things are moving in that direction. Um, you know, and it, it just is really something that I think is a, a sign of hope, right. you know, and love that they do that. And it, and uh, this past week, it was exciting to hear that they were doing some fireworks testing or whatever mm -hmm. that was for, you know, but to, again, see more and more glimpses uh, of things happening that are, you know, bringing us back to, you know, a more comfortable time of our lives. Right. <laughs> So anyways, very nice. Yeah, very nice. That's a great number you. two. My number two is on a similar vein. It's not the exact same, but similar. My number two is just uh, Disneyland, the Disneyland Resort in general. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very thankful for the Disneyland Resort, mostly because I miss it so very much right, right now. And I know you do as well. We mm -hmm. miss Disneyland tremendously. We've taken it. I don't think we really take it for granted, but in some ways, the fact that we are lucky enough to live here in Southern California and that we can be at Disneyland right. within, depending on traffic, within a couple hours mm -hmm. or whenever we got the whim to just want to go. Right. And now we haven't been able to do that since February of mm -hmm. last year. And uh, it's it's hurt, you know. Right. And, but I'm still thankful that it's there, that when this does, then this craziness um, gets put to a halt, or right. gets put on pause, whatever it is, um, that it's going to be there for us and we will be able to go there again and have a great time riding all the attractions, seeing all the sights, um, experiencing Walt's original dream uh, whenever we can get back there. I know that some people were able to go and check out Buena Vista Street mm -hmm. at Disney's California Adventure Park this week. So jealous of them, yes. and, but, <laughs> you know, excited for them at the same time and looking forward to when we ever get our chance to do something Something similar to that but um, I just I, we love Disneyland so very much and I'm thankful for it even though it's not in our world right at this moment um, it still is one of those things that's just very very special right um, to both of us definitely and you know what's really great too is hearing that they have um, you know uh, continued on with some of the uh, construction mm -hmm. so that when it does reopen we're going to have those things that we were already looking forward to happening start to become available whether we're talking like the spider-man attraction and you know just that whole area of you know um what is it stark enterprise stark yeah exactly Enterpri stark enterprises yeah. so you know so it's it's nice that yes we've had to hold back and you know not been able to enjoy that but when it does reopen it's going to be glorious yeah with, oh. with, with having the opportunity to enjoy things we've always loved to do and know that there's some sparkly shiny new things yeah. to enjoy uh, the day that uh, we get to walk through the gates again and go to Disneyland, I am going to be a puddle. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be a mess. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to be a mess when we get to go to Walt Disney World here in just yes. uh, a couple months. Right. Uh, but when we get to Disneyland especially, because we thought, you know, we, we expected that, 
you know, when this all happened in March, that before we knew about that, that we'd be going multiple times. We talked about the food and wine festival. We were going to be going back to that several times, going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, all this stuff. We are very lucky on the West Coast that when Disneyland is open, we can go, you know, when as we desire. Right. And it's just the fact that it's not there right now really hurts. So definitely. Yes. So uh, that's my number two. Let's get to Michelle's what is bound to be the (laughs) ultimate uh, number one Disney thing she's most thankful for. Hey, I got it right that time. Wow. (laughs) So my number one uh, is getting to do a weekly podcast with my sweetheart, you know, and the fact that it's Disney themed makes it super fun to prepare each week and, you know, and then to know that we have this time set aside to, to enjoy this process together. And, and that then ultimately that we found through, uh, having the podcast through social media, that there are so many wonderful mm-hmm. people out there that we've been able to connect and interact with and get to know. And it's the whole process of that has, uh, especially this past year, has been so super phenomenal. And I can't be more grateful for all of it. Yeah. Um, this was part of my number one. I have actually three number ones uh, this <laughs> week. So, um, and, and actually, you kind of broached on two of them. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, I'll start off with just you. Um, that's really the most important of all my number ones is you. Um, you're the thing that I'm most thankful for in this world. Um, you are my best friend, my wife, um, my soulmate and my partner in Disney shenanigans, (laughs) including this podcast. And, you know, Michelle, she, I, not that I was ever away from Disney, but I kind of put it on the back burner for a long while. Michelle brought Disney back into my life when Mm. we got together. Um, And now it's such a huge thing in our life that we started this podcast and who expected that, you know, when we did this, it was just because, you know, let's, let's try this and see if we'll have some fun with it and everything. And it's been amazing, you know, but the fact that I get to do it with Mm. her every single week is um, it's the joy of my week. It's the planning for it and sitting down for an hour hour and a half, two hours, however long these episodes are, right. whatever our recording time is, and being able to do it. It's just so fun. And then planning it out as right. we go during the week. I love you, sweetheart. Aww, and you are the too, best baby. thing in my world. Likewise, okay? likewise. So. I would have put you, but I was thinking Disney thing. I understand. <laughs> well, you are my Disney thing. Not mine. But we have we share a Disney love together. So and you also broached on the one of my one B, which was all the Disney friends we've made thanks right. to this podcast. Exactly. You know, I mean, I love to list all of you. I mean, seriously, but mm-hmm. there's so many of you right. that, you know, when we started this thing nearly two and a half years ago, you know, we knew we we can have some fun talking Disney, but we didn't even know if anybody would listen right. to us. If yeah. more than our, but our, when we went beyond two, it was like, yeah. And we knew our family. <laughs> I mean, some of our family listens to us, but we knew they wouldn't really listen to us a lot. They hear it enough from us whenever we happen to be able to get to them together with them in person. Right. Um, but the fact that you've come in and li- decided to listen to our show and have done it in a week by week basis. And then we've made so many friends, you know, through it, whether it be you know, a couple of times, a couple of people we've connected with in person uh we connect with you on social media all the time we've brought you on shows we've been on your shows you know we've collaborated in many ways you have touched our lives and we appreciate you so very much we're thankful for you being there you make this you inspire us every single week and you help make this show go i don't know if i mean yes we would have still enjoyed talking disney but if we didn't make all these great friends right have these people who listen to our shows regularly i don't know if we would have been still doing this two and a half years later true that's a good point and yeah i i I totally echo that i think you captured that essence pretty nicely sweetie thank you thank you so thank you very much and um by the way we're going to in some of some of our listeners um did Mm -hmm. put in what they're thankful for and you're going to hear a little bit of that from them as well so uh finally i just want to reach out one more my my one c is to all the disney cast members um i feel like they i'm so very thankful. And I know you agree with me. Totally. On this. We are so very thankful for you. Every single one of you, whether you're still working with Disney, whether you've been laid off, whatever you have are what has brought the magic for every Disney visit, every Disney trip, vacation, right. whether it's in the parks, whether it's in the resorts, whether it's on the cruise line, whatever it is, you make that those journeys, those trips 
so much better. You bring the magic. That's totally true. And I, I completely agree with you. And, you know, we know that your lives are also affected you know, tremendously by a pandemic and that it has to be difficult to get that, that joy side to come out every time that you're at work and, you know, you do it brilliantly and we are totally grateful for that. You do so much to make our trips great. You're working while everybody around you is having fun. Sometimes it's on a holiday. You're right. working hard while everybody else is just out there having a vacation right. or having a fun day, whatever it may be. Um, we appreciate you so very much. And um, we can't wait to thank you in person when we mm-hmm. get out to the Walt Disney World Resort. Yeah. Eventually when we get back to Disneyland. Eventually when we get back on a Disney cruise. Right. Um, because you are very special. And we are so, so very thankful for you. Disney isn't Disney without you, all you Disney cast members. Well said, honey. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, those are our five. We got through them all, right? Those uh, are, I think we did. Those are our lists of our five, plus maybe a few more uh, <laughs> Disney things that we are most thankful for. We did get some listener input, as I mentioned yep. before. Um, one, one person we already mentioned, Sarah Grace Kaiser, uh, hit us up with an email. Mm-hmm. And so she dropped in this. She said, Dear Tom and Michelle, the things I'm most thankful for are your podcast. Uh, Thank you, Sarah. Uh, Disney cast members agree. Walt Disney, George Lucas, and many, many more. I hope you have a magical Thanksgiving and please stay safe. Uh, you too, Sarah. Thank yes, you thank so you. Very, Sarah, Sarah Grace, I'm not sure, but thank you very much. Right. Appreciate that. You, you know, you, you've been one of our faithful responders. Is that the right word sure. to use? <laughs> not like first responders that's weird um but anyways you you've really participated and we appreciate you for doing that yes very much so so and we're looking forward to getting to know you better as we uh, move forward uh, throughout this show so uh nate and serene also hit us up the dbc duo definitely check out their website and sign up for their newsletter as well uh they hit us up through an email and said hi tom and michelle happy turkey week there are so many disney things we're thankful for where to start Let's start with the obvious, Disney Plus. Are we right or are we right? <laughs> You're right. One word, Hamilton, <laughs> enough said. LOL, agreed on that. Very good. Michelle especially agrees since that was on her yes. list. And Disney Plus was kind of on both of our lists. Uh, they went on to say, in all seriousness, we're, thank- we're so thankful for the Disney community. We've met and interacted with so many great people and developed friendships and we couldn't have, that we couldn't have imagined. Everyone is so welcoming and supportive. We're so thankful we found this wonderful group. Uh, completely agree as we were just talking about yes. as well. Yep. Uh, there's only one thing to top this community and that's the Disney cast members. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, they are the Disney magic. Uh, they're the people helping us helping all of us create memories that last a lifetime. Even in our most challenging time, they're there to uh, making all our days fantastic. We could go on for hours of, of the times cast members have done something that just made our trip day, hour, and moment. Thank you all of the cast members around the world. You're why we all love Disney so very much. Yes. Bravo. Well, well said, Nate yes. and Serena. Uh, they want to say thanks, Tom and Michelle. We can't wait to listen to this week's show. Thank you, Nate and Serena. Yeah. We really appreciate yeah. you, you and your friendship. Right, definitely. And you know, we've appreciated the some of the fun banter we've had together on social media, especially. And we love your blog. Yeah, so it's amazing. Much. So good, so good. So um, um, we also got hit up by Jonathan, Camille, and Lorelai Cotton, who Yay. have been on the show um, before, and also are great friends with ours on social media. And we're so excited to eventually uh, connect with them out. In the parks right or maybe they live in oregon maybe up there in their neck of the woods That's at right. some point so uh they went on to say uh there are so many things to be thankful for with disney but we'll narrow it down to just a few one we're thankful for the wonderful friend we made in our favorite photo pass photographer debbie we met her on the trip we took to Disneyland for Lorelai's first birthday and instantly connected. We've been lucky to see her on several trips, and she has become a dear friend of the family. Aww, that's so nice. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, cast members are awesome, and it uh, sounds like Debbie is a great friend. Yeah, you know, special. Yeah. Uh, number two, they say, we are thankful for our local Disney store cast members. While Disneyland has been closed all these months, our Saturday morning trips to the Disney store has been the highlight of each week, and the cast members are incredible and in making our visits feel magical and fun. We look forward to seeing their friendly, mask-covered faces, <laughs> and they always welcome Princess Lorelai to what she thinks of as, quote, her store. <laughs> 
That's I've seen awesome. those trips. Uh, she has a great time. It's like the mini little Disneyland right. trip, you know, <laughs> making the best of it as you can right Definitely. now. Definitely. Yeah, so, so much. So. And three, and finally, we are thankful for you, oh. Tom and Michelle. Listening to your warm and friendly voices every Saturday morning brightens our day. We so appreciate your positivity, your obvious affection for one another, and your genuine, uh, genuine and kind spirits that bring us fun Disney content every week. We are so thankful for you. Um, oh, man. I'm yeah, I know. Choked up. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jonathan, Camille, Lorelai. Yes. You guys are awesome. We love you very much. We're and, super fans of yours, yeah. and we really, we adore adore your family so much can't right. I, I really don't even have the right words to say no, that but no, no. yes you're very special to us you've been huge supporters of the show yes. and great friends and we cannot wait to uh, connect with you more in the future going forward so thank you very much finally we had one more comment this one from twitter came from mr strock mr strotch mm-hmm. i don't know uh, you can find him at mr strotch ii or two i guess mm-hmm. so uh his um his Disney thing that he's most thankful for? All of them. Oh. That's it. He's nice. just thankful for every <laughs> Disney thing that's out there. That's so, cool. Yeah. So. Well uh, said. Yeah. Well said. So uh, I have a couple of other honorable mentions. Do you have any honorable mentions by any chance? Um, no. Okay. So I'll just name off a few things here really quickly um, that nearly made my list. Disney Cruise Line in general, um, especially with the care they took of us on our sure. Panama Canal cruise that when everything went crazy. Right. Um, but Disney Cruise Line in general, we love Disney Cruise Line so much. We're very thankful for That's them. That's true. And for what they did for us on that cruise. Disney food. I'm so thankful for Disney food <laughs> for so many reasons. I mean, it can be creative. It can be just fun. It can be like fast food. It can true. be hot, fine dining. It's exposed us to all sorts of different types of food from different cultures. If true. you look at like the Food right. and World Showcase or whatever. Love Disney food. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and especially mm-hmm. Rise of the Resistance. Right. So thankful for Star Wars right. Galaxy's Edge, especially since we thought we'd be there visiting a few more times right. and haven't gotten there in quite a while. <laughs> um, so thankful for them. And finally, Phineas and Ferb. Yes! Uh, thankful for <laughs> Phineas and Ferb because we've had so many evenings and great times with our son Scott just right. watching whether it be uh, Phineas and Ferb the movie Candace Against the Universe right. or the show in general. It's just such a great show and we enjoy it very much. That's very good. Yeah, that's true. It, it makes us smile and laugh and, you know, that that is totally enjoyable. I guess one other honorable mention, and, and I didn't really include this only because it's not right for this year, but I guess grateful and thankful to hear that um, Star Wars Galactic Cruiser is moving forward yeah. and, you know going to be allowing people to take some amazing trips <laughs> yeah, which you're going to do we're saving her it's probably going to you know we're probably going to take out a second mortgage on the house right. but um, we're going to do that at some point we'll tell you all about it hopefully you'll get to join us out there maybe night or hopefully yeah. we can get a reservation actually because right. the reservations may go pretty quickly definitely so, i would expect that but yes. we are very excited for that and thankful that yes it's 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 progressing yes. and we'll be ready at some point as long as, as well as a few other things that are happening right. around uh you know uh walt Disney Disney world. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So cool. So those are the Disney things that we're most thankful for. We'd still, if you haven't contacted us yet, we still love to know uh, the, what you are most thankful for. Please hit us up, you know, on either social media or our Gmail account and let us know and we'll share it on a future show. Always great to give thanks, especially yes. you know Thanksgiving week. I'm thankful for that. We have a turkey I picked Yay! up today. And I'm ready to I'm cook up this for that week. Too. <laughs> yeah, lots of food. I, by the way, I'll be putting out the video this week at some point, but it may be a little delayed <laughs> because I have a lot of cooking to do. And even though it's just us, we're not getting together with you know family like we right. normally would this year to play, be safe and healthy. We like food. Yes. So we will have a lot of food. <laughs> Love leftovers, yeah. too, with Thanksgiving leftovers. That's are right. The best. Yeah. So uh, let's get to our Disney stories of the week. I do have a few for you this week. There was some interesting stuff that happened this week. I'm going to start with uh, your chance to visit multiple Walt Disney World parks in a single day is returning soon. Yay. Yeah, it's great news. Uh, This straight from the Disney Parks blog. Starting on January 1st, 2021, guests who purchased a ticket or annual pass with Park Hopper Park 
Hopper benefits, easy for me to say, <laughs> uh, we'll be able to visit more than one park per day with some new modifications as part of our uh, their ongoing focus on health and safety. So with the updated park hopper experience, guests may make a visit to um, a park that they reserve a Disney uh, park pass reservation mm-hmm. for. So let's say, you know, you Epcot, you made a park pass reservation right. for that day at Epcot. That's where you'll start the day. Uh, for the first park that you plan and visit and you have to enter that first part before you visit another. And then at a later time, uh, you will be able to go to another park that you don't have a park pass reservation right. for. So as long provided that there's some availability right. there, depending on what its capacity is and everything, I think that we'll get some more details on that as we get a little closer. Right. Uh, they say that uh, they'll be setting specific park hopper hours, which uh, uh, will be available. Uh, they'll start uh, tentatively at 2 p.m. each day and end when each park is scheduled to close. Right. So if you wanted to go from Epcot to, say, Disney's Hollywood Studios or whatever, right. anytime you know, tentatively right. after 2 p.m. You can leave Epcot and then go and get into Disney's Hollywood Studios sure. or Magic Kingdom or, uh, you know, Animal Kingdom or right. whatever. Right. So, oh, that's that, exciting. Yeah, that's great news. Now, mm-hmm. you know, deciding for yourself whether that's worth it, whether you would go and purchase a park hopper ticket right. for that you know that's up to you to decide right. for yourself um if you have an annual pass though that has the park hopper option you're right. good to go and if that's what you want to do you know i think we may use it to go you know maybe to magic kingdom or disney's hollywood studios in the morning and maybe then pop over to epcot right. you know we'll be there during the arts festival for our next True. couple trips um maybe we'll go over there and you know grab a little small plate maybe right. we'll go over to the hall and pick up uh, some croissant there you or, go you know, <laughs> So we'll just see how it goes for sure. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's exciting news and kind of what, you know, uh, in one of the things that was one of my grateful things for this year is the reopening of the parks and now this. So, right. so the continuation of, you know, going back to, you know, the experiences that we used to enjoy while going to the Disney parks. Right. So that's okay. very cool. We're excited that that's, uh, it's happening right. Uh, it's starting right before our trips. Not that I think we'll be doing a lot of park hopping, right. but at least we have that option if we decide we want to when we get there in January or in February. Sure. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, if, if you have a ticket that's not a park hopper, you can, you know, really think about that because again, right now with the reduced hours um, for 2021, it might not be something that you might find as economical mm-hmm. to say, yeah, I'm going to add more to that ticket to make it a park hopper when you might only be able to get a couple hours in each park. Right. But, you know, everybody has their choices yeah. that, and uh, there are some benefits of being able to get to see a couple things in one day. Do so. what's right for you. I mean, yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's whatever you budget and whatever you like, um, do what's right for you for right. sure. Don't let anybody tell you that you have to do it a certain way. It's your vacation. Do yeah. it how you like to do it. And what really may be helpful too, for some people is that if a park is already uh, full that you couldn't get an, your initial park that you wanted as that park reservation for the day, you might get to go there later in the day. Right. So that's a good point. Very good point. Michelle's points. Always the best <laughs> points. Uh, speaking of things reopening at the Walt Disney World Resort, um, there's a few more dining establishments getting set to Yay. reopen as well. This again from the Disney Parks blog. Three more dining options will soon be returning to Disney's Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom Park. Uh, guests planning to shrink down to the size of a toy in <laughs> Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios are sure to work up a human-sized appetite. By the way, uh, happy birthday, Toy Story. It's 25 oh, that's years right. old today. Wow. So happy birthday, Toy Story. Crazy. Um, anyway, uh, when beginning on November 25th, Woody's Lunchbox will be the perfect place to lasso that hunger with classic American fare, old-fashioned soda floats, and other Toy Story-themed specialties. So uh, just coming up here this week, um, Woody's Lunchbox uh, back open up if you're going to be out there. Um, Over in the Magic Kingdom Park, and just in time for the holidays, two restaurants will once again open to offer great food and stunning views of the holiday decor, Cinderella Castle and Main Street, USA. On December 13th, the Crystal Palace will reopen its doors. And while their friends from the 100 Acre Wood will be taking a break from greeting guests, the restaurants will now be offering a family-style dining experience 
There will be new individually plated entrees, including crispy fried chicken with honey pot drizzle, fire-roasted prime rib of beef, fried cauliflower, and more. And you can begin booking reservations for the Crystal Palace beginning on December 1st if you have a trip coming up there after December 13th. So that's good. Yes. Also, just a few days later on December 17th, Tomorrowland Terrace will also reopen. It will feature a refreshed quick service menu of seafood favorites, including lobster rolls and fried shrimp. So a few more places yum, yum. to, you know, uh, you know, as they said, lasso that hunger <laughs> as you're uh, going to the park. So that's great. Sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds great. Looking forward to having more and more din- dining options. Yes, for sure. Especially with these trips coming up. Are we interested in these trips? Are we itching for our trips to Disney coming up? I don't know. I've mentioned them like I know, eight I was times so say, far. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I guess I might be. Uh, Moving on, uh, whenever you get the chance to pay another visit to the Disneyland Resort, whether it's a trip to Buena Vista Street at Disney California Adventure Park, Mm -hmm. which is open now, or a full park journey once once Disneyland Park reopens, you may notice some iconic statues look a little bit different. Mm. This, again, from the Disney Parks blog. To commemorate Mickey Mouse's birthday, which was this week. Happy belated birthday to Mickey and Minnie Mouse and Pete, by the way. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Birthdays are the same day. Yeah, but uh, Pete doesn't seem... Mickey gets most of the run for his birthday. Minnie gets some too, which she deserves. Pete, you know anything about Pete's birthday. (laughs) He was born on the same day, but whatever. Anyway, um, they are excited to reveal a special surprise at the Disneyland Resort following a refurbishment. The iconic partner statue in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland Park has been restored to its original grandeur. Meanwhile, guests visiting the downtown Disney District's extension into Buena Vista Street will have an opportunity to see the Storyteller statue, which has also been restored. Uh, Of course, that statue, you you probably know the partner statue because Mm -hmm. they have it at uh, the Walt Disney World, Magic Kingdom as well, the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, The the Storyteller statue, which is at uh, Disney California Adventure Mm -hmm. Park, is cool as well. Uh, This statue features a 1920s era Walt in a fedora and traveling attire just off the train from Missouri and ready to realize his dreams with his pal Mickey. Right. Mickey standing with him. It's, you can see the picture. Actually, it's adorable. We'll, we'll put it on the YouTube channel as well when, you, when we put this video out. Uh, over time, apparently, for both these statues, the bronze had oxidized and because of the applied patina, acrylic polymer, and wax, it required a more intensive process than just simple cleaning or polishing. So over four days, an artisan utilized a process being uh, using crushed walnut shells Wow. Yeah. to gently stripped the figure down to the bare bronze after cleaning various chemicals were applied with and heated with a blowtorch to create a reaction infused with the bronze. The figure was then coated again in polymer and to protect the patina and then coated with a very thin layer of wax. And it looks, if you've seen the pictures of them, and again, we're going to put them on the mm-hmm. YouTube, uh, they, they look beautiful. They oh, look cool. almost brand new and spectacular. Nice, nice. Can't wait to see them. Yeah. So um, going back, we mentioned the uh, the storyteller uh, statue. Mm-hmm. The beloved partner statue was created by famed Disney sculptor Blaine Gibson. It features Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse, in case you don't remember right. it or whatever. Uh, the, uh, it was originally um, unveiled in on November 18th, Mickey's birthday mm-hmm. in 1993, uh, to celebrate his 65th birthday. So that's wow. when it came out. And we've also seen it um, at the... Uh, Disney Studios in Burbank because they have another mm-hmm. version That's of right. it there as well. And we right. take the pictures with that one in there as well. Which is yes. Brag, brag, brag. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> uh, finally, we all love having a little Disney in just about everything we do. And now that includes your next trip to a famous fast food restaurant. Yeah. Yes. Again, one more time from the Disney Parks blog. Uh, the magic of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway has rolled into McDonald's, right? <laughs> Just in time for their birthday celebration. Again, that was this week. Uh, Mickey and Minnie Mouse have inspired a brand new line of Happy Meal toys at McDonald's, bringing mouse rules to the iconic <laughs> golden arches. Yes. Yeah, I have a friend that has already got gotten... Uh, some of them. Boy, I can't talk here. No. Uh, let me try that again. Take two. I have a friend that's already <laughs> started to get some of those in her collections, and they're adorable. They are. They're, they're cute. Really a cute, cute uh, prize. Yeah, we've been. We don't really. Well, our 
son would love us to go to McDonald's uh, all, the, all time, the time, but we don't go very often, <laughs> hardly at all. Um, but we may need to make a trip uh, yes. for some of these. So here's what the new collection uh, features Mickey and Minnie, Goofy, Pluto, Donald, and Daisy experiencing some of the iconic attractions from across the Walt Disney World Resort, anchored by engineered Goofy and Mickey and Minnie celebrating uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. These toys connect together to form a 10-car train. Each one also has a unique function to make the character move as it rolls so the attraction soundtrack says nothing can stop us now from having fun <laughs> uh so they're available now through december 14th while supplies last when you purchase a happy meal at mcdonald's locations and uh, you don't get them all you get one with right. each happy meal and hopefully you're you know you, you get lucky enough to collect them as you go right. and you know and i guess you know there'll be people out there that'll be looking to trade them as well which sure, they get duplicates mm-hmm. so um you might be able to find ways to check them out but that's cool i mean more disney in our life is always a good thing exactly. right exactly and, and something so cute and playful it's it's sweet right so that is very cool so that's it for the disney stories of the week however we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation whether it be to the walt disney world resort didn't think about doing a tip for mcdonald's but <laughs> yeah, i guess i could uh the disneyland resort once it reopens disney cruise line once they get sailing again we always start with michelle one because has she has the best lists <laughs> she's awesome she's amazing Aww, she's sweet. beautiful she's the love of my life Aww, and my partner likewise. in disney shenanigans but she also has has the very best tip. So let's get right to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Oh man, you're too sweet, honey. Uh, so my tip is kind of small here, but you know, we know that people really are, you know, loving like the holiday processionals, the motorcades, what do they call it? Flotillas, you know, the, the little parade type activities that are going on in the parks, but obviously they're not scheduled or announced because they, they do want to avoid, you know, the, the crowding and so but my tip is if you hear the music in the area change that you're at that's a tip that that's gonna happen yeah so listen for a change in the music and if you were happen to walk by and you were just going to walk through an area and you notice that that's your cue that there's something coming down that you might want to stick around to watch. That's very good. That's a great point. Michelle's tips. Always <laughs> the best tips. Uh, my tip this week, I'm going to go back to, you know, it's one of the things that we're most thankful for, and that is Disney cast members. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want you to remember when you're on your vacation to please, you know, these people are wonderful people who mm-hmm. uh, present so much magic to you. So please be considerate of mm-hmm. them when you're on your vacation or your visits to the park right. or whatever. Uh, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't express to them when things go wrong. You definitely should. Right. But just, you know, try and do it in a proper way. Right. You know, mistakes happen. You know, I, I don't think we've ever had a Disney vacation right. where something hasn't gone a little exactly. bit wrong, you know, but you know, you got to make the best of it. And by the way, when you're talking with these cast members, it's probably not their fault right. that something <laughs> went wrong, you know, and they're going to work their best to make it right for you. So, you know, don't go out there and feel just because you're on vacation that you're entitled and that they should do everything for you. Speak to them in a considerate way. Tell them what the issue is. And more often than not, they're going to make it right for you because that's what Disney cast members do. That's true. I I think that's a good tip that, you know, if you, you know, are, are gracious with understanding that things happen and you give them an opportunity in, in the most kindest way to correct a situation, if, if possible, they will try to do something at least comparable or something to make it, uh, you know, an exchange for what you might've had to deal with and understanding too, that, you know, sometimes there are just things that Right. go wrong and it's nobody's fault and it, it really can't be adjusted. It, but yeah, but you might be surprised how, how much they really do want to try to make it better for you. Right. So. And uh, especially so if you approach them in the right way. Right. I and mean, if you go in there just screaming and yelling at them, they're less likely yeah. to uh, try and <laughs> make inspired. that extra effort you know, <laughs> to you. But I also want to say that, you know, one other thing that's great to do for the cast members is um, go up there and talk to them 
and tell them when things go right. Because yeah. they really love to hear that. They right. hear all the time about when things go wrong. Right. But they don't hear as much about when things go right. So go up there and tell them like, oh, that was great. Or thank you for doing this. Or this was awesome. Or whatever. Exactly. Um, you'll be surprised at how and the, they, it gives them a smile and fulfills True. them and makes them excited about everything. And then also, whenever they do something for you, be sure to give them a hashtag cast compliment right. on social media, you know, to get out there. Because believe me, Disney does pay attention to that stuff and right. they do um, they do follow along and um, reward the, a lot of these cast members in various ways when right. they can. It's a way to pay it forward a, a couple different times because you're paying it forward to help the cast member in their career and also you're making them happy to want to be cheerful for somebody else. Exactly, exactly. So uh, that's my tip this week. Just be kind to the cast members and, you know. Um, because You'll be rewarded. They're, and they're they're wonderful. They're wonderful. They make mm-hmm. the magic happen. So that's it for this week. Next week, we're going to take a deep dive into an all-time favorite Disney character. <laughs> Which one could that be? Mm. Well, I'm not telling you now, <laughs> but we are going to share it on the newsletter yes. first. So you'll know about that if you subscribe to the newsletter. And then we'll be putting it out there on social media later in the week. And then, of course, we'll have the episode. But I'm really excited about uh, talking about this character mm-hmm. because I will say it's one of the peop- one of the characters. It's an animated Disney character that's already in our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. So you can kind of have an idea from there. There you go. Look at it and we'll discuss more <laughs> about it next week. As for today, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for the newsletter and be in the know. Be in the know about what our character is that we're <laughs> going to be taking a deep dive in. Michelle, always doing the best research. I'm sure this will be a fun one next week. Going to be a lot of good time talking about this character, and you can find out who that is by subscribing to the newsletter, but it just mostly just to be more in the Hyperion Adventures know on a weekly basis. Exactly. Yes, you can also be in the know by following us on social media. We're on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. You can also check out many of these episodes and some of the other fun videos that we put out there every once in a while by checking us out on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video for you and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up at our gmail account Podcast at gmail.com right and for those of you who this week took the time to uh, send us a note through our gmail account we appreciate that yeah, we appreciate you so very much we appreciate all of you so very much thank you so much for listening every week to the Hyperion Adventures Podcast thanks you for being friends of ours yeah. we um, love you all and we are very very thankful for you all. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.